Oh, shit. It's Chaboy's Fantasy Football Podcast. That's right, I'm back for week three. I made it three whole weeks. This might be the last week, who knows? Taking screenshots of all your scores and uploading it to my computer and finding new embarrassing Facebook pictures every week. It's getting really tedious, so maybe this will be the last week. Might be calling it quits. Probably not, though. It's all good. What's going on, guys? Uh, I apologize this week if it takes me a minute to find some of these scores. I have to use my phone because we do not have internet at the new place yet. So I'm kind of just sitting in my living room doing this on my phone. Uh, it's a pretty interesting weekend. We got all of our shit moved into the new place. Did not get to watch a lot of football, unfortunately. I did get to see the Browns game on Sunday night. That was super fun to watch. Not. Freddie Kitchens calling draw plays on 4th and 12. The fuck's wrong with you, Freddie Kitchens? God, it's alright. I'm sure they'll definitely beat the Ravens this week. Not. Alright. Let's get into these recaps. I got a week 3 recap for you. We're going to take a look at some of the week 4 matchups. And I got a little waiver wire action. The matchup of the week was myself against the Brone Zone. That's right. I started the season 0-2. I desperately needed a win this week to uh, keep my playoff hopes alive. You can't start 0-3 in a 13-week season unless you're the Steelers. According to Matt Jones, you can just go ahead and start 0-3 and then win all the rest of your games. I'm sure that's totally what's going to happen. Don't worry, Matt. You got it. Uh, and I was going up against my man Brone, who was 2-0. He beat Ian and Bear the first two weeks of the season, I believe. I think I'm correct. And uh, we had a we had a happening this week in this in this game. Somebody made their long awaited return to my lineup. That's right. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again, again, again. Tom Brady, TB12, back in the starting lineup for your boy. The Brady Bunch returns. That's right. And I returned with a victory. My man Tom Brady leading it off for me, keeping a solid 24 points. My dude had 300 yards and two touchdowns against the Jets. Honestly, he probably could have had a lot more. They kind of took uh, took their foot off the gas the end of that game. Should have had 30 points, could have had another tutty. My dude, uh, Nick Chubb and OBJ, the Browns did lose. But you know what? They held it down for me. I had 28 combined points from them. My big game this week came from Tyler Lockett, who I called this shit. They were getting their asses beat in that second half of the game against the Saints, and I knew he was going to get some garbage points, and he sure did. My dude had 154 yards on 11 receptions and a touchdown for 32 points. And then DJ Chark. That's right. My boy DJ Chark, who I picked up off waivers last week. 17 points in that shit Thursday night game with all the rain. That's all right. He only had four catches, but he had 76 yards and a touchdown. That's all I need from him. Vance McDonald, unfortunately, got hurt at the beginning of that game. Didn't really do anything. Got one catch. John Ross, uh, Pat, I would like my fucking money back guarantee on John Ross. You can have that sucker back. He didn't do shit. I believe the whole first half of the game, he had negative two points because he had one catch, which he immediately fumbled. So you can have that bum back. On Brown's side, Lamar Jackson finally got held back a little bit. The dude still had 20 points, uh, but he had no passing touchdowns. He was held to only 260 yards passing. I know that sounds crazy, only 260 yards, but for the way that Ravens offense has been playing, that's that's really holding him back um, against that Chiefs team. Christian McCaffrey did what Christian McCaffrey does. He had 27.8 points. I don't have it right here in front of me, but I want to say he had something like 
28 total touches, I believe, 153 rushing yards and a touchdown, and he had some receptions as well. Uh, on Brown's side, you had Joe Mixon that had some fake points there. The dude only had 60 uh, rushing yards. It wasn't a great game for him, but he got a receiving touchdown. He snuck in there, so he, he came out with 17 points. The rest of his team was just okay. Calvin really didn't do shit. One catch. Godwin didn't do shit. Only seven points. Carryon Johnson snuck a touchdown in. He ended up with 11 points. Um, but on the whole, Brown's team was fairly average. Deshaun Watson sitting on his bench with 31 points. But hey, man, I get it. You have to start. You have to start Lamar the way he's been playing. So I can't blame you for that one. Cooper Cup. It's a good thing I won this game because if I would have lost and I had Cooper Cup sitting on my bench with 33 points, I would have been pissed but I did not want to play him against the Browns I have faced in the Browns defense and they didn't play horribly but my man Cooper did get a couple touchdowns in there this next matchup we're going to look at oh by the way I'm sorry I don't think I said the final score there I whipped Browns ass 132.7 to 113.5 but I spent the entire weekend moving and that motherfucker was in Nashville so which one of us really won exactly all right the next matchup we got the best friends matchup that's right we got my man Big hairy arms hooch, hairy ass hooch with his new luck of the Irish tattoo. And Mitch, who has just been absolutely running through this league. Mitch, once again, uh, put up a huge score, 168 points. And this this match was actually a little closer than you would think. Hooch was right behind him with 162. Mitch did end up getting the victory, but it was a super close matchup. We had two teams uh, that absolutely went off. Uh, Patrick Mahomes... He once again had over 30 points. The dude had three touchdowns, 374 yards uh, against the Ravens. Ezekiel Elliott with 15 points. Keenan Allen absolutely lost his damn mind. 43.6 points uh, in that win. I'm sorry, in that loss against Houston. He had 13 receptions, 183 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, the guy's absolutely killing it for him right now. You know, T.Y. Hilton with 20 points. Uh, Greg... The leg Olsen managed to stay healthy for an entire game, 75 yards, two touchdowns. That's a solid 25 points. Going over to Hooch's side, uh, Sterling Shepard benefited from the rookie Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes coming in. He had 27 points, uh, seven receptions for a solid 100 yards and a tutty. Uh, we got my man Kirk with 15 points. My man Freeman with 12 points. Solid play out of this flex position for Hooch. Uh, Russell Wilson put up 45 points. Russell Wilson had the same benefit that Lockett did in the entire second half of that game. They're throwing the ball trying to play catch-up. So my man Russ had 400 passing yards, four total touchdowns for 45 points. Saquon Barkley, we all know what happened there. My dude got hurt. Only seven points in this game. Listen, Hooch, I'm going to do you a favor, bro. I'm going to trade you Deontay Johnson straight up for Saquon Barkley. Because Saquon's injured, right? And Deontay Johnson's on your favorite team. You go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and send that over. I'm going to go ahead and just push it through because I'm sure you're going to want to do that. And we want to get that pushed through as soon as possible. I'll take care of that. You don't have to do anything. All right. Mark Ingram with 35 points. Mark Ingram has been a surprise this year, man. Look, the dude's a little older. And I say old, meaning he's probably only like 30. But the dude's a little older. Uh, I don't think a lot of people knew what the Ravens were going to be this year. They knew Lamar Jackson was We thought Lamar Jackson was going to be good, but... No one, I think, could have predicted the marketing room was going to be this good. Dude had 35 points. He had 103 yards, three touchdowns. Emmanuel Sanders, who I've been saying all year I've been high on, man, that, that was a flop this week. Two receptions for 10 yards, only three points. Um, that kind of hurt Hooch. I mean, on the other side, 
Stefan Diggs for, for Mitch didn't really do much better, but at the end of the day, it was just six points that separated these two teams. Mitch wins the Battle of the Hillbillies, 168.2 to 162.5. Our next matchup, this is another team that was desperate for a win. My boy Patrick, the Hills have hides, 139.9, beats MJ 119.4. Uh, Patrick does this thing where he just talks mad shit about his team until they start to look like they're going to win, and then all of a sudden he doesn't have anything to say. Well, apparently that week it wor- this week it worked because uh, my dude put up a solid score, um, and he ended up beating MJ, getting his first win of the season. His big points come from Kamara, 37.1 points. He had 69 yards up top, two total touchdowns. Uh, my dude is absolutely killing it for Pat right now. You know what Cam's going to do that shit every week. I'm not really sure why he has him in the flex spot. Maybe Pat's just trying to send a message to Cam, telling him he needs to keep it up, keep himself in shape. That's all right. Cook, 100 yards, 110 yards and a touchdown. Cook's been putting up solid numbers all year, 24 points. Leonard Fournette, man, MJ was pissed off about this one. Leonard Fournette had a fucking dog of a game, all game on Thursday night until the second half of the fourth quarter. Uh, The dude had one good drive. Ends up with 15 points. Um, Not that it made a difference because Pat was going to win this game anyway. Uh, Juju, who Pat is starting for the first week after our trade last week, coming through with three receptions for 81 yards, got his tutty, 17 points there. O.J. Howard with 9.6 points. That's exactly what O.J. Howard is, just perfectly average. 9.6 points. That's what he's getting you every week. Have fun with that, Pat. Uh, uh, That's pretty much it for Pat's side. Everyone else was Brett Mari's kicker. He only got six points from the kicker. Uh, 6.9 points from my dude from Baltimore, Malcolm Brown, Michael Brown, Marcus Brown. I don't know what his first name is, but it starts with an M. Uh, someone Brown. He only had two receptions, 6.9 yards. On the other side, let's take a look at MJ. Matt Ryan had another good game and another interception. That's all right. He had 28 points. He had 300 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, he got solid play from Mac, 16 points, sneaks in for a touchdown. Solid play from Michael Thomas. 54 yards in a tutty. Uh, Edelman, even though he left the game injured with a chest injury, he still managed to get his 62 yards and a touchdown before that, so he did come away with 19 points. The problems for MJ, James Conner with that fumble at the end of the game, didn't really do much else, only 7.7 points. I don't know if that's a James Conner thing or if that's a game plan thing, because without offensive line, this dude should be getting upwards of 100 yards every game, but we know with the new quarterback, you know, we don't know what that offense is going to look like the rest of the year. Uh, the other players on MJ's team that didn't really do much, Jason Witten only eight points, Jarvis Landry only nine points in that loss to the Rams. Cohen, who we said going into the Monday night game, MJ, you need 25 points from Cohen, you can still win this. Not only did Cohen only get you four and a half points, but then my dude took a Facebook Live video where he had Kyle Long's giant defensive lineman penis just flopping around everywhere for 10 seconds. Does he play offensive line? It doesn't matter. The dude's huge. He had his penis flop around on Facebook for 10 seconds. So Cohen had to take that down and apologize to everyone. That was real funny. And then what happened was I ended up Googling Kyle Long penis uh, on my phone at work. So let's hope I don't get fired for that shit. Um, So Pat gets his first win. Congratulations, Pat. That makes me so happy. I'm so happy for you that, that everyone has a win on the board now. 139.9 to 119.4.
Let's go to our next matchup here. Who we got? Who we got? Oh, we got my man. This is the last one. The last team with no wins. The Papa Johnsons against Come So Hard, I Philip Rivers, my man Ian. Listen, not only did this is how, this is how bad Bear wanted to win. Not only did Bear win this game, he put up the high score of the week. I think before he even was done playing, he still had one dude left to play on Monday night, and my dude already had like 166 points. Bear ends up finishing the game the, the week with 177.7 points. I believe, if I'm correct, that's the new leader in the clubhouse for high score of the year. Uh, he beats Ian 107 to 1, 107.3. Uh, the big players for Bear this week, famous Jameis Winston. You know what? I gave you shit for it a couple weeks ago. I can't give you shit for it this week. My dude had 380 yards, three touchdowns, 31 points. Uh, DJ with 18 points. My dude had... 37 yards he did get a receiving touchdown so not a great running game but the dude's always always good out of the backfield whenever he gets any kind of touches got a couple receptions and a touchdown austin eckler bear enjoy this while you can buddy okay austin eckler came away with 15 points not gonna happen much longer my dude melvin's coming back uh we'll talk about that in a minute when we get to the waivers but uh you can go ahead and just drop eckler go ahead and sit him on your bench for for next week bear all right uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans, I think, had 40 points in the first half of that game. Mike Evans with 45 total points. He had eight receptions, 190 yards, three touchdowns. Just destroyed it. Uh, we had Hardman with 18 points. We had Kelsey with 15 points. And then his kicker had eight points. No one cares about the kicker. Uh, the other side, Ian, Matt Stafford. Listen, I don't blame Ian for this shit with his quarterback situation. It just it just sucks. Um he lost who lost Andrew Luck? Was Andrew the was Ian the one that lost Andrew Luck or was that Clint? I don't remember. I'm really bad at doing podcasting, guys. You can tell I've done a ton of research. But Ian's had some issues with his quarterback situation. He had a quarterback that got injured a couple weeks ago. I believe he had Drew Brees. So he's forced to start Matt Stafford, who just had a dog of a game. Two hundred yards and a touchdown, only fourteen points. Le'Veon Bell. Only 10 points. Todd Gurley got shut down by the Cleveland defense. Of course he did because the Cleveland defense is GOAT. 4.3 points for Todd Gurley. He did get solid play from his wide receivers. He got a 20 from Adam Thielen. He got 26 points from Cooper in that win against Miami. Cooper had 88 yards, two touchdowns. Adam Thielen had a receiving touchdown, and I believe he had a rushing touchdown. He gets 20 points. Uh, The rest of his team, 12 points from Boyd for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's looked terrible. You can't really trust anybody on that offense right now. And then uh, my dude from, was that Tyreek, Tyrell Williams, the guy with the T from Oakland? I don't know what his name is. It doesn't matter. Black guy named Williams, 11.9 points, three receptions, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Sitting on his bench, he did have Philip Lindsay with 29 points. Look, I can't blame you for having him on your bench, bench, but, you know, that sucks. You weren't going to win the game anyway. Bear just stuck it right in your booty hole. Um, But it, it does suck to have those points on your bench. My man Bear gets his first win, 177 to 107. Good job, Bear. Finally, our last matchup of the week. We got Hakeem, the Dream, Bonanno, against brother-in-law Bill, Andre 3000. Andre's 3000. The Dream comes away with this one, 135 to 124. It was a fairly close game. Uh, The quarterback play was pretty even. You had 25 points for Carson Wentz, 25.7 points for Dak Prescott, for Andrew, um, the running back play, you get 15 points for from Aaron Jones from Green Bay for Bonanno. The running backs are finally doing something for Green Bay this week. The dude had only had 19 yards, but he did have two touchdowns. Julio Jones, 
26 points. My man had eight, eight catches for 128 yards and a tutty. Uh, the dude for Oakland, Delaney Waller. I'm going to call him Delaney Waller because I don't know his real first name, but it sounds like Delaney Walker, so that's what I'm going to go with. Delaney Waller with 27 points. He had 134 receiving yards. Sonny Michelle, hmm, I mean, seven points. I heard this rumor going around that his fullback, just got put on IR for the rest of the year or something. And Sony Michelle only ever scores when his fullback's in the game. So if you believe in superstition, that means Sony's probably going to have a dog season the rest of the year, but who knows. Larry Fitz, you know, my dude's 58 years old, still putting up points. Five receptions, 36 yards, and a tutty for 14 points. Let's flip it over the other side here and see what went wrong with it, what went wrong for Andrew. Dak Prescott, again, like I said, 25.7 points, solid game. Uh, the problem was your running backs, man. You only get four points from Jacobs, 8.2 points from Kenyon Drake, uh, who had only 38 yards and he fumbled. Um, Hopkins with 12 points. He had a solid game, but, man, honestly, Hopkins, that's your number one receiver. you got to be looking at 20 points every game out of him. Only 12.7 points, six receptions for 67 yards. Uh, Brandon Cooks with solid 20 points. You know, the crazy thing is in that game, you see these wide receivers for the Rams had these, you know, big games or nice scores uh, but the final score of that game doesn't really reflect that it was only a 20 to 13 game but these wide receivers over here putting up numbers like it was a blowout Evan Ingram that's that was a great pickup by you man it's a great pickup he's been solid all season 23.3 points 113 yards and a touchdown that was a great draft there by Ange uh Sutton for Denver we had 13 points Robinson for KC had 13 points that was uh and his big waiver wire pickup, he paid $40, I believe, for those 13 points. Whatever, man, if it works for you, it works for you. Let's take a look at the benches here. Kyler Murray only, only had 20 points. No reason for Ange to be upset about not having him in the starting lineup. Um, and then on Bonanno's side, he had Redskins running back with 14 points. And Miles Sanders with 12 points. Doesn't matter, he won the game anyway, even though Chris Carson had a dog game. 135.8 to 140, 124.3. All right, so after week three, let's take a look at some standings here. Let me get to it. Again, I apologize. I'm having to do all this shit on my phone because um, my internet has not been installed yet at the new place. So in these standings right now, we have fucking Boozbrovsky, 3-0. He's the only one with a perfect record still. The dude is... <laughs> 508.4 after three weeks. He has 508.9 points scored after three weeks. The next closest person is like 90 points behind him, and that's Brone with uh, 417.2. That is absolutely insane. Mitch is just is just running wild on this league. He, you can't tell me right now he's not the favorite uh, to win the championship at this moment. But we have a big log jam at one and two. We have six teams at one and two, we have Brown and uh, Banana Man and Clint at two and one. And then, of course, you got my man Boozbrowski again sitting up there with a perfect record. All right, let's take a look at the matchups for next week. We got myself and my man Gibbsy. Uh, I, I think I got a little lucky because I'm playing him while Le'Veon, Le'Veon is on a bye. You could argue Le'Veon is his number one running back because of the way they've been playing Gurley. So I'm a little bit lucky there. I don't have any buys this week, I don't believe. Um, if I do, it doesn't really matter because Tom Brady's playing and that's all that matters. That's all I need. 
So the next matchup, I'm not going to predict that one because I'm playing in it. Of course, I think I'm going to win, but who knows. The next matchup, we have the Papa Johnsons, my man Bear. He's going after Patrick Ryan Rigsby. That's right. It's the Rigsby Bowl. The Rigsby Bowl. Rigsby Bowl 2019. They might play again. I don't really know. I haven't looked at the schedule in the future, so I don't know if they play again or not. But this is Rigsby Bowl Part 1 for 2019. Let's see who we got going here. I'm going to go ahead in this one. I'm going to take Bear. I don't know how you can't. I'm assuming that his guys are going to keep that run going, and he's going to put up another monster game. I love you, Pat, but I can't pick against 177 points last week. That's just ridiculous. you got to think that even if his team does two-thirds of that, he's still going to put up 140 points, right? That's how that works, right? Math? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take Bear in that one. Next matchup, we have my man Clint against Banana Man. This is a sexy matchup right here. These are two good-looking dudes against going up against each other. Clint, man, I love you, dog. You're just having not having a great year. Saquon is out. I think they said something like four to six weeks, four to eight weeks. They're not really sure. He has a high ankle. I cannot in good conscience, good conscience take you with your number one player being out. I'm going to have to take the banana man in this one going away. Next matchup, we got Mitch against Brone. Look, I love Brone. That's my dude. But I'm never, I told you last week I'm not picking against Mitch. And until he loses, I'm not picking against Mitch. Mitch, Mitch is probably going to put up another 180 points. Brian, if it makes you feel any better, the last two teams that Mitch has played, maybe three, I'm not sure. I forget about week one, but the last two weeks, the guys he's been playing against have put up like, you know, have been right behind him, put up ridiculous numbers. So I'm going to go ahead and say in this one, Mitch is going to get like 171 points and Brian's going to get like 159. That's my final score prediction for that game. And the last matchup, we have Pineapple Juice going against Andrew. In uh, this one, I'm trying to see here if we have any buys. I don't think we have any serious buys in this one. We got Crowder on a buy with the Jets for MJ, but that doesn't really make a difference. I'm going to go ahead, and uh, this one looks like it's predicted pretty close, but I'm going to go ahead and take Ange in this one. You got the Cowboys going up against New Orleans. Um, you saw what Seattle did to New Orleans last week. New Orleans still ended up winning that game, but Russell Wilson put up like 40-something points. Absolutely ridiculous in that second half. Uh, they did not look great stopping the pass in the second half of that game. So I'm going to go ahead and say Dak Prescott is going to have a huge game, uh, and I'm going to take Ange with the victory there over the Pineapple Man. All right, last thing I want to do here, I'm going to take a look at some of these waiver transactions. Again, I apologize. Give me a second to pull this up, you know. AT&T's coming on Sunday to install my shit. I get it for free, though, so that's cool, right? I don't have to pay for shit. Perk of the job. All right. Let's see. Recent activity, I think, is what I'm going to look at. Here we go. So some of this waiver activity, the big money that was spent was by myself and my dumbass spending like $24 on Disley, my tight end from Seattle. I really wanted to get that dude. Uh, and because you guys are so fucking nuts, I assume somebody else would bet like 20 bucks for him. Nobody did. I could have got him for $7, turns out. That's right, I'm happy with it. I don't know how long Vance is going to be out for, um, and I don't know what that Steelers offense is going to look like. Disley's been killing it the first few weeks of the season. Russell Wilson seems to like throwing him the ball, so I'm cool with that. The other waiver transactions we had on Wednesday, Pat, man, here's a shocker. This is my surprise face that you can't see. Pat made some moves. Pat picked up Chris Herndon, from the New York Jets, he dropped Corey Davis. I'm surprised it took you that long. Corey Davis is a bum. 
He also dropped his kicker and picked up Jamal Williams. Pat, once again, going with the theory that you don't need a kicker until 12.50 on Sunday afternoon. Hey, you know what? He got a win last week. I can't judge him for it. We also have him adding Tevin Coleman for $21 off of the waivers. That's a solid pickup. When the dude comes back from injury, he's going to be playing. I just couldn't afford to keep him on my bench anymore. I also had to drop Kareem Hunt because I just have all these dudes sitting on my bench that aren't doing anything for me. Um, and I, I can't let it happen. I had to put someone on there. Uh, let's see. We got who's in the back. Who the fuck is this? Oh, that's Mitch. Mitch. My man got rid of Latavius Murray. He added Wayne Gallman. He beat out Pat. I believe Pat and Mitch both uh, threw down $18 for Gallman. But because Pat had already picked up someone else, he lost his priority. So Mitch... Mitch, you don't need this guy, man. Why can't you just... I think I'm going to institute a new rule today, starting today, that if your name is Mitch and you're 3-0, that you don't get to pick up any team, anybody or make any moves because fuck you, Mitch. You don't need anything else. You have enough, all right? So that's Mitch's last move. Adding Wayne Gallman. Brone, he finally got rid of Geronimo Allison. He was holding on to him, I think, for sentimental reasons. I know how much you love him, buddy. And he added Philip Dorsett from New England for 21 that might not be a bad pickup. You know, New England is one of those teams where every week you could have someone different having a big week. Uh, but I think Josh Gordon was a little banged up. Julian Edelman got a little banged up. He is going to play this week. Um, but, you know, if he re-aggravates that chest injury, who knows? Dorsett could have a huge game. We had uh, Clint getting rid of Rex Burkhead, picking up Randall Cobb for $3. And then... Uh, Who's unknown? Oh, I know who that is. That's Bear trying to make fun of me. Unknown event. I see you, Bear, over here throwing shade. That's fine. Bear picked up Daniel Jones for $1. I think Bear has him in a starting lineup, too. Hey, whatever, man. I can't fault you for that. Daniel Jones for $1 drops Mason Rudolph. Um, And then that's it for the money waivers. We did have the Dream uh, swapping kickers out. He went ahead and picked up Matt Bryant from Atlanta. Got rid of Robbie Gould. I believe that's all of the waiver transactions for this week. All right, guys, that's going to do it. I have to go to work now. Oh, I do want to throw a quick shout-out to my man Melvin, who decided that he doesn't want to be broke anymore and is coming back to play for the Chargers. He won't be back this week, but he'll be back next week. So whoever I'm playing against next week, Melvin's about to run wild all over your ass, all right? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I promise I will be back next week. I'll try to get this thing done by Wednesday night next week. Uh, if you have any suggestions, comments, criticisms, keep them to your fucking self. I don't care. No, I'm just joking. If you have any uh, suggestions or something you'd like to me to add to this to talk about, please let me know. Uh, other than that, it's been real. I love you guys. Peace.